Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. The Comrades Marathon has been described as the ultimate human race. An 89 grueling kilometer run between Durban and Peter Maritzburg. It is the highlight on the South African sporting calendar. And yes, while the race has come and gone, I wanted to get an insight on what it was like for Gideon Levinson, an expat living in Toronto, who flew in just to participate. Gideon, welcome and uh, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. So Toronto means you're in summer now, which probably means you're in the same temperature that we're having here in uh, Johannesburg. Well, at at the moment, yes. Similar. not, not as we believe it or not, we still do have a, a summer here and it does get pretty warm, but our winters are very brutal. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, Gideon, yeah, we, we won't go into the pros and cons, especially as an ex-Durbanite, what it must be like for somebody who grew up by the sea with, I think, very mild winters or what it is like to live in Toronto. Maybe you can just answer that. Well, I mean, it, it was, it was a, obviously coming from Durban and having very rarely seen the snow, uh, the novelty of the snow wore off pretty quickly when I, after being here for maybe a, a week or so. But I mean, it's, uh, it's extreme. It's, the winters here are extremely tough. I mean, I, uh, I, um, got to see what uh, minus 20 felt like very quickly. But like everything, you, you adjust and, and, and we, we adapt to the conditions here and, and we're pretty well equipped. Um, not that it's easy to be equipped for, for minus 20. So I'm just on, 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 on that. Uh, it's the, so if we, if we take it into the context of training for comrades, uh, whereas in South Africa, you, you take for granted that, I mean, I know Joburg is, it, it can be chilly in the winter and people train through it, but we train through snow, sludge, minus 20, uh, cold, cold, uh, well, cold is a different level of, of winds. So waking up at 5.30 in the morning, it just adds an extra dimension to training for a race like Comrades where it requires some high level of uh, training. Eden, you've been in Canada for over 20 years. What made you decide to come down and do the comrades? Well, so obviously having uh, grown up in Durban, comrades has always been a part of me. It's uh, it's something that uh, I've I've always wanted to do as a as a little boy. I mean, I I used to stand on the side of the road from age four. Um, Back in those days, there was something called a, a second. Where, uh, so my father used to second his friends and we used to come along for the ride and was, and we would start early in the morning at 4.30 in the morning and, and then drive to the various points on the route and provide nutrients and, and drinks for, for his friends. And, and, and in those days, I don't even think they, I mean, they might have ran with an old fashioned Casio watch. So they really had no idea in terms of their pacing or where they were and what they needed. So you, we, I, I was a part of that and that started at age four. So, so I always wanted to do the comrades. And even when I was, was living in South Africa, it was a, it was a thought, but it, it just was, it wasn't, it wasn't high on my priority list. But uh, about 14 years ago, I started running here. I joined a, a, a running club, the, 
the the Canadian version of of the Rockies Club, which is something we have in South Africa, and and I um, and all the 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 elder statesmen of the group would talk about was the because a lot of expats also part of this group would talk about their comrades' experience and what it's like and it's the ultimate race and every run we would hear this and obviously having grown up in Durban and spent a lot of time on the route I uh, I, I could always visualize it but couldn't comprehend actually doing it but uh, somehow some some way I found a way to to eventually uh, put in the effort, train for it, and show up at the at the start line in Peter Maritzburg. You mentioned that you train obviously in in Toronto, and that the conditions there are extremely difficult. How do you train for some? Because the climate must have a huge impact on on the run. Yes. Yeah, so so um so I, tra- training training is, is is nothing new to me because as I said I've been running for for about 14 years now and um if you and so I've done a lot of standard marathons so I I would train for for these standard marathons but but how how it works here is because of the extreme weather conditions you have the seasons for the races so generally the races would be in in spring so the the first races would start around April and then they would the, the they would end around June because it becomes it becomes pretty warm and and humid here, and then uh, then you would uh, then you, then in fall, starting September, the the race the race season would start again and end in November. So um, so I was accustomed to training. The challenge with comrades is the distances you have to train. You you have to in all if you if you want to complete a, a race like comrades, you you have to do these three hour training runs. You, you have to do. I mean, they they, they stretch into five-hour training runs. So, so those were the, the those those are the biggest challenges you have. But I mean, if you if you set your mind to something and you have a goal, everything's attainable. Eden, what was it like coming here then after all these years and doing that marathon? So it 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 honestly it was it was a real it it was a real surreal experience because. Because obviously I had I had expectations on what the route would be like, what the what the physical conditions would be, but I had no idea having been gone. I mean, the the last comrade I, I stood at was in 1995 when my sister ran. So I mean, that was a long time ago. So um, so I had and 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 I and and I so. I always knew about the in my head what the what the conditions were like, what the crowd is like. But uh, firstly, lining up at the firstly the first challenge was making it to the start line. That's the challenge for any any athlete that wants to run a, a race like that. So so I so get, uh, firstly boarding the, the the plane to South Africa. It was the, obviously I had the the, the anxiety of. Like, am I actually going to complete this sort of distance? The furthest distance I'd ever run is 65 kilometers, which was in training for comrades, incorporated into a, a, a standard marathon. So you have that anxiety. Then coming coming to South Africa, I mean, I nothing could have prepared me for for the the overall experience. It's just it's it's a once in. I mean, I've done 
as I said, I've done lots of marathons. I've done some of the big marathons. But the, the atmosphere, the camaraderie, and and obviously the, the added advantage of, of, of being South African and and under, having a good understanding of the of the culture and and the no it 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 it, it felt like um it felt like a 2010 world cup in 1995 all, all in one over a period of uh, what's five days from from the thursday the expo starts to the monday when you're at the airport it's just it's just a, it's unbelievable and the and the support along along the way and it's like every, everyone every every single one of those those uh, twenty thousand odd runners that line up are are treated as if they're if they're for that moment in time it, it, elite athletes. It's just and and every single one of them are because it's it's quite a fate that not everyone can achieve. Um, Gideon, since you were a boy, there's probably a new feature to the comrades for the Jewish community, and that, of course, is Rabbi Shlomo Weiner, who is there to provide emotional and uh, spiritual guidance, or not guidance, at least support. Um, what was that like for you? So, so with with uh, with with um, with uh, Rabbi Shlomo, it it was it was really. Uh, it starts on well. It starts a few months before when when the emails start coming out. So you have this in, anticipation of of uh, what's uh, what's to come. Then you go on the on the Friday. I mean, I, I, I I've known him for for many years, having grown up in Durban and having gone to his uh, shul in Schlanger over the years. So so I've known him for a long time. Um, so I he. He was he was extra welcoming to me because we we have a we have a history, but to everyone else he he treats everyone with with such such um, he's so warm and welcoming and so when you walk into his Chabad house on on the Friday night for the for the race he just creates this this atmosphere that that helps you mentally prepare because he's adding a a, a, a spiritual dimension to it. And then he has a he has he has a, a guest speaker. Uh, this year it was, was Tilda Till, a former uh, 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 winner of of the comrades, and she she added insight into the race and and um, prepared us. Uh, if if there's if there's such a word for preparing someone, but just so you could visualize what was to come. So it was uh, that that and then and then of course the. The warm and, and welcoming dinner. So and then um, he he will he you he will then set up in Hillcrest, which is around 65 kilometers into the race. So when you um, when you're running, you he, he's look he's looking out for you and you're looking out for him, and it's a it's it's a it's a it's something that just gives you some spiritual upliftment when you you lay tefillin and. For me, it was it was um, it was ex special because unfortunately my father passed away in in February and he did a minion we did a did a kaddish and it gave me the opportunity to say kaddish while on the comrades route which was extra special. Wow, that sounds absolutely amazing. I never ask people their time because I actually think it's irrelevant. I think the and, fact that you even yeah. just 
arrive at, the, as you said, just getting to the start line and making it through to the end line, even if you don't make it through to the end line. I think it's an amazing achievement. So I'd just like to say thank you very much for sharing it with me. You're welcome, and thank you for having me. It was uh, it was it was it was a, a once in a lifetime experience, but it it, de- it definitely won't be my my last comrades as I'm as I'm declaring it on 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 radio for everyone to hear. But I, I will at some point in time be lining up again for the comrades. It was, Obviously. Uh, Obviously, that bag has bitten. So, um, Gideon, thank you very much. That was Gideon Levinson, an expat living in Canada, who flew up just to participate in the Comrades Marathon.